everybody, my name is Injun Moon and welcome to iHome Church. Happy holidays and a very Merry Christmas to all of you. Ben and I are so thankful um, to everyone who has been a part of our iHome Church family thus far for over a year and a half. Um, we've certainly had so many experiences together and just being able to interact with you through the magic of the internet has been an exhilarating and an exciting experience for both of us. And we truly want to thank you for being our partner on this incredible journey called life. Um, today, um, I would like to speak on the topic of amazing grace. One of the things that I realized about uh, the holiday season is that it's a wonderful time for the families to get together and share gifts and um, revisit old memories and catch up on what's going on with everybody. But it also happens to be one of the most difficult times for people uh, who are dealing with uh, difficult situations in their families. And certainly around the holidays, um, in particular Christmas, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, tend to be extremely challenging for many people all around the world. And so Ben and I would like to offer a prayer because it's really our heart to see everybody come together as one family under God. And really having our true parents here as the physical representation of our heavenly parent, we really look forward to the day when we can really uh, proclaim ourselves um, belonging uh, to one family and really loving each other and uh, appreciating each day of our lives as we move forward. And one of the most in inspiring stories that I like to revisit uh, from time to time is this story called the prodigal son in the Gospel of Luke. I'm sure many of you have heard it um, throughout your years at church. And um, for those of you who know the story well, we know that we are talking about three main characters. We have the father, the father that's longing for the wayward younger son to come back. We have the younger son who basically squanders away all his assets and lives a life um, of irresponsibility until he hits rock bottom and comes back home. And then we have the older brother who is having a terribly difficult time getting in the celebratory mood of his younger brother's return home. And Jesus is telling the story of the prodigal son because for him, uh, the, the, the position of the father is really representing the position of God. It's our God, our heavenly parent that is really yearning to have his sons and daughters come home. Um, and the desire to just embrace them and uh, really share with them in the unconditional acceptance that we see in the story. And it's such a beautiful story because the father runs and uh, upon seeing the younger son and hugs him and kisses him and restore all the physical accoutrements that really signify that this boy belongs to this family. Uh, he gives him the robe, he gives him the ring, uh, he gives him the sandals, all symbolizing the authority and, uh, and the dignity and, uh, and the status befitting 
the son of this man. And uh, the younger son, you know, coming home, he's really coming home with a, with a repentful heart and a desire to do well with the father. And one of the things that, uh, that is quite notable in, his, uh, in the way he addresses his father is always addressing him as father. Um, and even though he has his own difficulties and, um, uh, you know, certain things that he needs to work out, uh, the respect that he holds for his father is always present. Now, when we look at uh, the character of the older brother who is really suffering, uh, because he has been the stalwart, you know, the loyal son that has done everything that the father has asked of him. In a way, he kind of represents almost like the institutional Pharisees or the keeper and the upholders of the law that have remained faithful to the law, but somehow is missing the larger picture. Because even though they may be exemplary in terms of following the external commandments of the faith, they have forgotten the inner quality that really distinguishes a believer as a true believer. And the old brother, um, you know, out of his anger, cannot go into the house to greet uh, the younger brother's return. He remains out in the field. He remains outside the house. He demands his father to come out to address him. And when the father comes out, he angrily attacks the father, not by addressing his father as father or my lord, as, uh, as the proper etiquette dictates. But he just interjects and starts off his language with, look, um, look at all the things that I have done for you, but you haven't done as much for me as you have done for the younger brother. And he is kind of consumed with, um, with really uh, anger and resentment. And even though he is the eldest son and he has everything that the father has offered to him, as somebody who is the eldest son, he cannot find it in himself to be happy for his younger brother's return. And why is that? Because the older brother is more concerned about how he is feeling. In essence, he is focused on himself. He is not focused on the joy and the celebration that his father wants to uh, experience. And uh, he is consumed with the sense of justice and equity and does not see the value in the beauty of repentance and reconciliation that the younger brother wants to really um, offer to the father. And the older brother is preferring and deciding uh, to basically marinate in his anger. It's him and his anger above his father's desire to celebrate, to welcome the younger son home. And in essence, the older brother is isolating himself from the rest of the family, from the rest of the community, who wholeheartedly wants to reconcile and restore the relationships and move forward. So when we look at the failure of the el eldest son, um, in a way we can see uh, Jesus's urging of all of us to be vigilant if we find ourselves in the position of an older brother vis-a-vis -vis the others in our community. 
we may come across uh, others in our community who may be seen as the wayward younger son coming back on his journey towards home and towards the embrace of father. And how are we going to react? How are we going to respond? How are we going to embrace or not embrace? These are the questions that Jesus Christ really wants us to think about. And I think this story is an incredibly poignant one at this time because our true parents, when our true parents are looking at our community, it just seems like it's falling apart. It's fragmented on all different sides and everybody has their own bit of truth and uh, they want to go their own separate ways. And it's really the parental heart of true parents to say, we have to reconcile, we have to restore each other, and we have to really stand together as one family. And when father and mother is talking to each and every one of us, the true children, that was their, that was and that is and that will always be their desire. The number one lessons that father taught me through all my life that I have known him. He always talked about the importance of unity. You have to become one centered on true parents. That is the core of who we are. And we move outward from there. And so during this time of so much uh, confusion and so much, uh, so many voices out, out and about everywhere, this is the time when we really must stand together with our true parents. And as our true parents extend their embrace of love to really invite the whole world in, we should not be the older brother in the story of the prodigal son, basically getting angry because true parents want to uh, celebrate the returning children, the returning son and a daughter, uh, the returning wayward uh, child that is finding his or her way back home. So for me and Ben, who have been running iHome Church for more than a year and a half, this is an extraordinary Christmas for us because um, our true mother, really representing true parents of all mankind, the victorious Adam and Eve, um, have really asked us and given us the special grace and the special blessing to continue our work here at iHome Church from East Garden. So starting with the midnight prayer, really closing the end of this year and welcoming the brand new year that's just around the corner, uh, we invite all of you to come and be a part of our midnight prayer so that we can really commit uh, to being that one family uh, who really desires to work on healing, to work on reconciling, to work on restoring the family and really helping each other come back into the, in, into the embrace of our true parents. So we will have uh, the midnight prayer and the first Sunday, which will be January 3rd, we will hold the first Sunday service of iHome Church at East Gardens. So for all of you that we've met on the internet who have consistently uh, and persistently asked me, uh, 
How can we attend your church? How can we participate? And how can we get involved? How can we meet you? Well, here is your answer. Thanks to the amazing grace of our true parents and amazing grace of our true mother. Now you can see Ben and I and um, anybody else that is volunteering to work together with us at East Garden on Sundays. So please join us. Let's stand together. Let's work together. Let's really embody what it, what it means to be one family. Let's start from our families before we start thinking about how we're going to reach out to our communities, our nations, and to the world. Because if we can be the change that we want to see, our movement can be extraordinary. And our Chanilguk can really be and really play the lightning rod to really wake up the world in a brand new and in an exciting and in a beautiful way. So during this difficult time, when our true parents are really extending their hands and widening their embrace to invite the world back home to God and true parents, let us not be like the Pharisees who really fail to understand the meaning of God's grace and the meaning of forgiveness. And instead of just being adherents of the law, what true parents and our heavenly parents are encouraging us to be is to really learn how to become men and women of true love, to be men and women of compassion. And so that is the reason why Father shared this beautiful quote with us um, in 1970, August 8th. Father says, Right now, what we need is the glow of love. Like the glow of love of uh, newly minted blessed um, couples. Or the glow of love that an expectant mother has that just truly makes her radiant. Or the glow of love of a husband that has just been lovingly complimented by a wife. And he goes on to say, God's love is like a guide rope of a net. That love should set its anchor in me. Where should we set the center of our character? Not in the truth, but rather in the heart. So Father is saying when we desire to set the center of our character, the important thing is not truth, but our, the quality of our hearts. And in so, in so doing, Father is not saying truth is not important, but compared to the quality of heart, the quality or the attitude or the internal um, disposition that we learn to hold in our lives is more important. So as we go forward uh, in the holiday spirit and in really recommitting ourselves uh, to our heavenly parents, recommitting ourselves to our true parents, and really in understanding and inheriting their desire to really work towards reconciliation, to work towards healing, to work towards restoring our relationships in our community. I would like to leave you with this beautiful uh, song called Amazing Grace, which just happens to be one of my father's favorites. Because he says every time he hears this song, 
uh, in his heart, he really understands and he really experiences the yearning desire of every child of God, every son and a daughter who desires to return home to the embrace of their parents, to the embrace of our true parents, to the embrace of our heavenly parent. So God bless and take care. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. please leave them below the video or go to enginemoon.com and use the contact form and don't forget to subscribe to our email list and for those of you who want to contribute to our work here at iHome Church just click on the donate button thank you very much mm -hmm.